Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Tenor Meeting Holiness Ministries. My name is Overseer Ken Simmons. We are located in Maryville, Indiana, 46410. Our worship hours is on Sundays at 10 a.m. And our Bible study is Tuesdays at 7 p.m. And you can see us on Facebook. Um, also, please check out our Twitter and our Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Don't forget to hit the like button. Don't forget to hit the notification bell so you can get all the latest content that is on this channel. If you would like to donate or be a part of Tenor Meeting Holiness Ministries, go to our website where you will see everything that we do there. Uh, you can reach us at tommic.wixsite.com slash meeting. And if you would like to email us or talk to us, email us at T-O-M-M-I-N-C at yahoo.com. Now on back to our service. Welcome to Tenor Meeting Holiness Ministries. My name is Overseer Ken Simmons. We are located in Maryville, Indiana. And today we're going to be in the book of Proverbs 17. And we're going to be, and we're going to start at the 15th verse. Amen. So we're just going to dig right on in. Amen, amen. Alright, so um, Proverbs 17 and 15, it starts out. He who justifies the wicked and he who condemns the righteous are both alike and abomination to the Lord. So if you are a, so it says if you are wicked and you try to justify yourself or you're somebody who condemns the righteous people you in the same boat sorry, sorry. Mm -hmm. you condemn righteous people and at the same time you justify your wickedness <laughs> so you see somebody doing the right thing and you're like ah they ain't doing the right thing they don't know what they're doing da, 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 da. but you're doing wicked stuff but you justifying all the wicked stuff you do they said either when you're doing both of those things, it, it's both of them are an abomination to the Lord. Why is that? Because a righteous person is doing what they're supposed to be doing, but you're talking about them. But then you're doing wicked stuff, but you're justifying it. So what is that? To God, that's what is called a hypocrite. You ever hear those people say, well, do like I tell you, but don't do as I do? Hypocrites. Yeah, hypocrites. That says when you when you that type of person, you're an abomination to him. You're trying to tell people what they are doing wrong. Why you doing wrong and justifying why you doing wrong? Mm -hmm. It's for the greater good. Oh, mm -hmm. when you hear the greater good, that means you're doing something evil, mm -hmm. but you're justifying doing the evil thing for the betterment of everyone. Uh -huh. <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. 16 says, Why should a fool have money? in his hand to buy wisdom when he has no sense. Mm -hmm. 
What's the point in having wisdom when you don't have any common sense? <laughs> That's it. Right? Mm -hmm. What you gonna do with it? Say that. Nothing. No. You don't know what to do with it. Uh -huh. You can't take God's wisdom when you don't have any sense of who God is. Uh -huh. Right. <laughs> I mean, you can take it, but you wouldn't know what to do with it. Uh -huh. Right? Right. So that's like people that read the Bible and under and and, um, and can spout out scriptures but don't know what they mean. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. You can remember every scripture, but you don't know what they mean, so it does you no good. Right. Because you can't live by something that you don't live by. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. You right. can't live by scripture. Right. You don't have it in your heart to live by. God fixes scripture where you can't, there is no uh, faking it. Right. You see? Right. You can fool people that are not in Christ, but people with discernment, you can't fool them. And you shall not fool in God. So you say all these scriptures to somebody who don't know no better, and they like, oh man, he know his word. He... But they don't know what to do with it. Right. Mm -hmm. He or she. That's right. Right? Right. 17 says, a friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. A friend loves all the time. But it's the closest people to you that starts mess. <laughs> you can get along with your friends better than you can your family members. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, these are not things that, and, and you have certain cases. This is not in every case, but it's, it's in a lot of cases. Uh -huh. You know, yeah. there's some sisters and brothers that's real close and tight. Right. But then you have these people uh, as a whole. Mm -hmm. We can trust a, a stranger better than we can trust our own family members. Yeah. Yeah. Sad. Very. Uh -huh. One who lacks sense gives a pledge in 18. One who lacks sense gives a pledge and puts up security in the presence of his neighbors. Right? I'm going to give you my word. I'm going to do this. God said people that do that, they lack sense. Right? Yeah. They lack sense. You gave me your word. <laughs> your word is all you have. Remember, I heard people say all that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. My word is born. A man's word is all he got. No, God's word is all you got. Right? You lack sense when you pledge stuff that you can't keep. And you do it in front of your neighbors and friends. 
So what does that say when you make a pledge in front of the church? Now you made a pledge to God. Say that, say that. And God still say when you do that, you lack sense. Uh-huh. Don't pledge nothing to God that you can't keep. Uh-huh. See, when man, you can pledge stuff and then you break it is, you know, they get mad and everything, but y'all be cool at it. You break a pledge with God, you have to deal with God, because God is everlasting, so your pledge is everlasting. You got to keep your pledge until the day you die. Uh -huh. Man, that's not a sensible thing to do. Don't promise God anything. You can't keep a promise. You're human. We're flawed people. Right. We have to repent all the time. How you gonna keep a promise to God for the rest of your life? Say that. Don't do that. Nineteen says, "Whoever loves transgression loves strife." You like a lot of mess. You like you 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 love mess. You like a lot of animosity. You like a lot of chaos. It says, he who makes his door high seeks destruction. You make your door high, you ever walked up a whole lot of steps? I knew this one church that had a whole lot of steps. Man, it's like a pyramid. Walking up them steps. Make your door high. So high people can't reach it. Don't make your door high. Mm -hmm. Put on ground level. And what is he talking about, your door high? Well, you are your house, right? Right, right. So you making yourself higher than you should be. Don't do that. Right. I'm teaching principles that God has put in place to keep you saved. God gives us this book of Proverbs coming from Solomon to give you your way to live as a believer. This teaches you the mindset you're supposed to have. Right? So this is a book that you can never conquer. This is a book that you never graduate from. You, you, this is something you can use every day till the day you die. Because they have common problems in them with spiritual solutions. You see? This is the mind of God. 20 says, A man of crooked heart does not discover good, and one with a dishonest tongue falls into calamity. A man with a crooked heart does not discover good. So if you have a crooked heart, all you're going to know is crooked stuff. You're going to do crooked things. You're going to be with crooked people. Right. So you're going to do crooked things. Uh-huh. You're going to be with crooked people. Doing crooked stuff. In crooked places. Uh-huh. And you will never discover what's supposed to be done. Mm -hmm. 
right? Mm-hmm. And it says, and one with a dishonest tongue falls into calamity. So if you a person that lie all the time, you can always run into problems. Why keep lying? When you tell the truth, it frees you. Uh-huh. Right? But when you start lying, you have to lie on top of the lie. Mm-hmm. And then there's a lie that has to come after that. Because when you lie, people have questions. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? Because mm-hmm. when you start lying, people want to ask questions. Yeah. And they don't know you lying. They just want to know. It's just don't sound right. So I need to. Mm-hmm. When somebody asks you a question and your next answer is, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> into calamity just because you keep lying on top of lies, lies on top of lies, and lies on top of lies. It can get you in a world of trouble. Uh-huh. 21 says, he who sires a fool gives him sorrow. What does that mean? He who sires a fool. <laughs> You'll fool yourself and then you sire a fool, which means you, you raise up a fool. How do you raise up a fool when you don't teach them anything? Mm-hmm. And then as they grow, you sorrowful because you didn't teach them nothing. Hmm. You don't understand what happened. Why my child ain't acting right? Uh-huh. Why he not doing the things he's supposed to do? Why she not doing the things she's supposed to? Because you didn't teach him nothing. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. right? It's a he who sires a fool. You raised the baby and didn't teach it nothing. Mm-hmm. Now you expect them to know what they're supposed to do when you didn't teach them what they're supposed to do. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I see that a lot. Um, as a uh, when I was teaching um, when I was teaching the kids in in uh, daycare, uh-huh. and I would see the three year olds. I had the three year old class, and you would see these parents that come into class and the kids would come in and they just start doing everything and then the parents would go and hit the child don't do that uh-huh, uh-huh. and the child looking at them like why not because this is what they do at home Sad. but you expect them to act right when they come out but mm-hmm. you didn't teach them how to act when they go out right mm-hmm. you see what i mean mm-hmm. and i would tell the parents i was like why did you do that it's like well he wasn't supposed to but did you teach him that at home because if you don't teach him that at home, how do you expect him to act like he's supposed to act how you want him to act when he go out? Uh-huh. Right? right? You can't expect a child to do something that you didn't teach them not to do. Right. That's crazy. They're just supposed to automatically know. <laughs> uh-huh. No. That's why the Bible tells you to train up a child. In the way he should go. Right. Right? Then you won't have to worry about it. Mm-mm. Me and my mother was talking earlier Hello. today about old church, you know, like 
back in the day church. And uh, me and my wife was talking too about uh, back in the day church about when she was talking about when she was down in Mississippi when she was growing uh -huh, up in uh -huh. Mississippi how the kids that come to church knew how to act in church. Uh -huh, uh -huh. <laughs> right? Because, oh, yeah. right. <laughs> you know, as growing up in that time, myself, I mean, my mother taught her, well, she didn't play. You don't come to church and act a fool. You know better than that because you was taught at home not to. Because you taught at home not to act a fool at home, so you know you ain't going to act a fool out in public. Right. Yeah. That's right. Amen. Yeah. Had a switch with you. Yeah. You already know that. Don't nobody know but you what's coming when you act a fool in public. Right? So I mean you you just and this these are teachable moments. And this is how you and, and see people you hear these parents, well, I don't wanna I don't want to whoop my kids, and I don't want to do this, and I don't want to. And the Bible tells you when you spare the rod, you spoil the child. And when you do that, you don't teach them structure. So they don't know how to act when they go to school. They don't know how to act when they're out in public. They don't know how to act when they go to church. They don't know how to act when they're out, period. And they just running and doing everything, and you just chasing them. Oh, Johnny. Don't do that. And the kid's just doing everything. You can see this on... on um, on, um, especially TikTok, you oh, see these boy. kids just saying every mm, little bitty mm. kids cursing and doing oh, yeah. everything, and the parents just laughing and they think it's funny. Mm. And you look in the comments, and everybody, yeah, my child do that too. Mm. Like it, it's cool. I don't understand this generation that's coming up that ain't that's not teaching these kids when the kids themselves was taught. Mm. Mm. But you try to be your child's friend more so than being their parent. Uh -huh. And when you do that, you're going to lose. Yeah. Because it might seem cool when they're little. Uh -huh. But it's going to catch up with you when they get older. Uh -huh. And they're going to talk to you crazy when they're teenagers. Oh, yeah. And you're not going to be able to do nothing about it when you could have nipped it in the bud when they were little. Uh -huh. He who sires a fool gets himself... Sorrow, which means you'll regret it when you don't teach these kids what they need to know as they come up. Uh -huh. It says, and the father of a fool, he has no joy. Why? Because he is not learned, he hasn't learned anything. One thing you learn when you, especially when you're a daycare teacher, kids love structure. They love it. When the kids come to the school, I can teach the kids and they will learn better with me than they would at home. And the parents would tell me, how do you get them to do that? Because I teach them structure here. I had it to the point where the parents would come off the weekend and they would say, yeah, I got him to act good. Because the first thing I would ask, how did, they, how did they act this weekend? Oh, they acted good because I told them if they don't straighten up, I'm going to tell... I'm going to tell Mr. Simmons. And then they straightened up. Because they know when they get here, 
structure. And the kids are so smart, they know how to act with you, and then they know how to act at home. That's right. They know what they can get away with over there, mm -hmm. and they know they're not going to do that over here. Mm. They're smart enough to know the difference. Right, right. Definitely. Yeah, they are. Uh-huh. It says that a father of a fool has no joy. No joy. You ain't happy about what's going on with your kids. But you didn't teach them, so now this is what you deal with. This is the repercussions of it. You reap what you sow. If you don't sow anything, you're going to reap it. Right? Uh -huh. My dad taught. My dad and my mom taught structure. Uh -huh. <laughs> I remember... This is how much structure I had. I remember when I was in kindergarten. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and my dad got on me because I got in trouble in school. My dad <laughs> my dad said to me, how did you get in trouble in kindergarten? Mm -hmm. All you have to do is show up and play. You know, and that kept with me my whole life. Uh -huh, uh -huh. My whole life from kindergarten, when he said that to me, all you had to do was show up and play. So it's like, it dawned on me that I have structure at home, so why am I acting a fool over here? Uh -huh. You see what I'm saying? And these are the things that you, that, that, that you have to, um, you have to see. We, I mean, we're going through a time where it's a lot of kids shooting up schools, uh -huh. and then they kill themselves. So you don't get to hear their side of the story why this is going on. We all know that this is demonic things at play that get you to think that this is the only way out. Go and kill a whole bunch of people that you don't know, and then kill yourself. That's a demonic, demonic presence that's in a household, and I pray for the families of these folks because when you have this, this, this is a breakdown in structure. We think that we can live our lives and bring up our children without church. We think that we can bring up our children to not even call themselves men, call themselves women. I mean, you 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 have people in you have people in Congress that are scared to say what is a woman? What is a man? We know what a man and woman is. You can't get so far gone where you forget who you are. Yeah. Uh -huh. To the whole, you got to the point where the whole country don't want to say what a man and a woman is anymore. Right. Yeah. I can't define what a woman is. I can't define what a man is. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Why? Why? You can't make kids without a woman and a man. But you 
can't define what that is? We have gotten so far gone where we just let anything go and forget who we are. So sad. And it all's in the training and bringing up these children. We bringing up kids now in a time where we can't call boys boys and girls girls. What are our children supposed to know? What kind of confusion is that? Uh -huh. 25, no, where we at? 22, I'm sorry. 22 says, a joyful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. We have gotten to the point where we can't even see when people are crushed. We can't see when people are going through something. And we got to the point where we don't even care if they're going through something. We're so busy with our own lives, we can't see what our neighbors need. What our brothers and sisters need. And then the next thing you know, the whole school gets shot up. And we wonder, oh, what happened? We didn't see the signs because we don't pay attention to each other. Yeah. We're so uh -huh. caught up in our own selves that we don't see what's going on in the world. Uh -huh. Right? Mm -hmm. A joyful heart is medicine. It's good medicine. If we don't spread enough joy, it's so much trauma in this world, we need to spread some joy. I saw a saying today on, on Facebook, and this guy said, it, it, <laughs> he put up there, the gas prices are so high that I don't have time to go to a church that don't have the presence of God. Mm. Wow. <laughs> the gas prices are so high that I don't have time to go to a church uh -huh. that doesn't have the presence of God. But I say this, bring the presence with you. Uh -huh. If it is not with anybody, it should be with you. Uh -huh. We always think that we can bring the presence of God in when we usher in the Spirit. You don't usher in the Holy Spirit. It's either with you or it's not. Yeah. Sit in, sit in. Yeah. Right? Right. Right. If there is no presence of God anywhere in the church, it should be with you. Uh -huh. Right. That's right. I never go anywhere without the presence of God with me. Mm. Yeah. Right? Uh -huh. Right. These are the problems in the church. People don't want to go to church because they don't think this church is worth it. This church ain't right. They're not doing nothing. They don't praise like I want. They don't give enough word here. Uh -huh, uh -huh. But you don't have enough presence of God in you to sustain yourself in a church. Uh -huh, uh -huh. You keep making excuses on why you can't go to church instead of going for the right reasons. Uh -huh. You're there for God. Not for the atmosphere that's around you. Right. Right. 
bribes and things and behind closed doors and uh -huh. you know backdoor dealings and all of that stuff. It's not worth it. It perverts the way of justice. Uh -huh. 24 says discerning the discerning sets his face towards wisdom. To discern these things, you just so if you see this, like say if a bribe is coming your way, it says discerning sets your face towards wisdom. You use you do the right thing by not accepting. It says, but the eyes of a fool are at the end of the earth. You just look into what you can accomplish by doing something shady. Man, if I get this, I can own the world. If I just get this, you know, by any means necessary. If I take this money, you know where that money came from. I don't care where it came from. I just, I just need it. Right. Right. Eyes of a fool are on the ends of the earth. Twenty-five says a foolish son is a grief to his father, and bitterness to her who bore him. So you have a son, and he's doing all kind of crazy stuff, and he's just, you know, and the father. Is he's upset, you know? The father is bitter, and to her who bore him. So you have a bitter mother and a bitter father because of the child that has been brought up because of a foolish son who has never been taught anything. You see what I'm saying? Twenty-six says, to impose a fine on a righteous man is not good, nor to strike the noble of their uprightness. So to find somebody who was doing something well, it's not cool. You make somebody pay for something and they didn't even do it. They weren't the ones who done it. But you want to make an example out of somebody, so you just use the righteous person to do it. Because you know, by them being righteous, they're not going to say nothing. They're just going to let it happen. That's not cool. Right? Nor to strike the noble of their uprightness. And we'll take a noble person, and then we'll take them and, and, and not do right by them. person we know who's cool and uh -huh, uh -huh. we won't have no issues uh -huh. they won't make no waves at the end of the day we'll take them and take advantage of them and pretty much screw them over uh -huh. because you know they won't say nothing we can't do that to one another 27 says whoever restrains his words has knowledge when you are upset and you're about to go off and everything, it says people who, who restrain their words, you have knowledge. You understand the repercussions of what could happen if you just keep talking. Mm. <laughs> right? Right. Wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. The wisdom is don't talk. The knowledge is what will happen if you keep talking. 
Right. Say that. Right? Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Whoever restrains his words has knowledge. And he who has a cool spirit is a man of understanding. When you have a calm spirit, when you don't let everything get up, get you upset, when things go wrong and you stay cool in a situation. Right? Uh -huh. I was talking to somebody the other day and they was telling how everything looked like it was falling apart and they needed some money to do some things and and they came about a little money then came about that once they got the money that they needed they found out they needed a little more money uh -huh. Uh -huh. and then he was like well okay he said i just kept a cool head and i didn't do i didn't do nothing rash and i just said i'm gonna trust god and i'm gonna just do what god say do uh -huh. and then it came to happen and then he got all the money that he needed Sir. And, and that is a testament to what this scripture is talking about who you know and he who has a cool spirit is a man of understanding and God will grant you that when you keep a cool head uh -huh, uh -huh. because shouting and screaming and getting all mad and throwing stuff is not going to help your situation at all because mm -hmm. once you get through with all of that you still got to deal with the issue at hand right. <laughs> that's it that's it that is it. Right? Mm -hmm. Right. All you're doing is wasting time. Uh-huh. 28. And it says, even a fool who keeps silent is considered wise. Mm -hmm. You can be a fool, but when you don't say nothing, you're about the smartest person in the world. Uh-huh. Until you start talking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it. And he who and he and when he closes his lips, he is deemed intelligent. <laughs> Some of us sometimes just need to shut up. Yeah. Stop talking. Right? right? You believe you can talk your way out of everything? You can't. Uh -huh. Something keeping silent is what gets it over. That's right. You've heard some people say, if you would have just not said nothing, this would have went through. Mm -hmm. But you started talking and then it fell apart. <laughs> right? <laughs> the wisdom of God is so important to our walk. It gives us His wisdom. It gives us the knowledge of His Son. And it gives us the understanding of our purpose. And those three things together can only happen when you make Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior. And repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Get your soul right. Right? Amen? Amen, amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for these scriptures today. Yeah, we thank yeah. you for allowing us to see in these scriptures what happens when we become fools. Yeah. And what happens when we use your knowledge and keep a cool spirit. Father, we thank you for giving us this wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of your word. Father, now we can see what we need to do to make ourselves better. Uh -huh. 
Father, I thank you and praise your name. In the mighty name of your son, Jesus Christ, we pray and say, Amen. Amen, amen. Stay blessed and faithful. Uh -huh. Watching Ten of Meeting Holiness Ministries. For more of God's Word, please subscribe to this channel. Don't forget to hit the like button and the notification bell so you can get all the latest content that is on this channel. Thanks again for coming. And as always, stay blessed and faithful.